Many of us are responsible for juggling a large number of tasks and priorities at once. We get pretty good at just plugging through it all and getting things done, but every so often that list becomes overwhelming. When that happens, knowing how to prioritize may become a struggle. Instead of being able to trudge right on through, we're faced with sort of a mental anxiety. We feel exhausted, confused, and unable to focus. At a time when our productivity needs to be at its best, we're stuck, nearly at a standstill. It's hard to know how to prioritize when everything feels like it's a high priority. I like to refer to these moments as mental upheavals. Everything on our plate seems to reach a boiling point and rupture, causing the ground to shake and our thoughts to be tossed in every which direction. We struggle to focus and reorient ourselves. We're forced to take a really close look at everything that's on our plate. Piece by piece, we collect and re-examine all of the tasks and priorities, trying to organize and make sense of what needs to be accomplished. These mental upheavals can take a day, a week, or sometimes even longer from which to recover. While we reassess all that's on our plate, the stress and anxiety we feel is at a peak. It can be debilitating at times, and until we can get our thoughts back together or a new plan in place, our productivity is at an all-time low. Have you ever been there? I know I certainly have, and finding ways to cope and get through a mental upheaval, or better yet, how to avoid one altogether, has saved my butt on more than one occasion. So today I thought I'd take some time to share a few methods for getting through one of those so-called mental upheavals. Hello and welcome. My name is Jen Stickney, and I'm the host of the Simply Authentic podcast. Whether you're a longtime listener or tuning in for the first time, I appreciate you sharing your time with me today. I created this podcast as part of a journey of discovering our truth within. Each episode covers various tips, lessons, and ideas, as well as the struggles and hurdles I've had to overcome while discovering the truth of who and what I am, my authentic self. It's always a work in progress, but I believe we all have the ability to create whatever life we desire. I also believe that one of the keys to doing this is through authentic action. When we discover the truth within and can separate self from ego, endless possibilities become open to us. It's my hope that this podcast may provide a different perspective or something to ponder from time to time. If you like what you hear, please take a moment after the episode to share it with others. Thanks again for joining me today. So if you're anything like me, You've probably experienced a day where everything just seems to come to a crashing halt and you can't take it anymore. Something has to give. These mental upheavals, they happen. I'd like to say that they're 100% avoidable, but at some point or another, we all experience that slammed feeling, that overwhelming sense that we are too far behind to catch up and we're going to fail at everything because there's no plausible plan that will get everything done when it's needed. As a society, we put a large amount of pressure on ourselves and on one another to perform, hit numbers, meet deadlines, and of course, exceed expectations. Who wouldn't explode under all of that pressure at some point or another? The trick is to take steps to assure that the pressure never gets that high and nothing is truly a high priority, gotta have it yesterday type of scenario. Now I get it, sometimes even that can't be controlled. I always had people interrupting my planned work time for things that they needed ASAP or the proverbial, hey, I need this yesterday, so I need you to drop whatever you're doing and work on this right now. Once you've hit that wall, the first thing to do is figure out what it is that's truly important. It may feel as though that everything is high priority, but take some time to reevaluate that list and really look at what 
is truly important. Here's a few ways that I go through my list to do that. The first thing is I wave my little white flag and this doesn't make you weak or ill-equipped to handle your position. I would much rather have someone ask me for help than struggle on through it in their own self-created silo. This only increases your risk for failure. If you have a manager or a boss, share your responsibilities or tasks with him or her and ask for their help to prioritize for this week or this day or whatever time frame you need. Set up another time in a day or so or at the end of the week to touch base again to check on how you're doing on things. If you don't have a manager, find a friend or a colleague that can provide a second perspective and help you sort things out. If you don't have anyone that you can turn to, make a list of all the tasks that you have on hand with the due dates. Then simply pick one to three to work on each day. Sometimes just looking at one or two at a time is all you need to get back into the swing of things. Another thing you can do is reach out to people and reconfirm the due dates. Reach out to anyone who's involved with the tasks or responsibilities on your plate. If someone else asked you to get these things done, did they give you a clear deadline? Ask them when things are truly needed. Oftentimes, especially if it's for family or friends, the deadlines we think we have are pretty arbitrary. You likely have more time and can set some things lower in the priority list. So just ask the other people involved. If it's someone you work with, maybe they are behind as well, and while they need that thing from you, they won't even get to it for a couple more days yet, or even another week. If you're feeling nervous about asking people to confirm deadlines, just tell them something along the lines of, hey, I'm reviewing my current list of projects so that I can best organize my day or my week. I don't want to miss anything, so I thought I'd touch base to double check when you really need this from me. People will appreciate the proactive gesture. You'll sound super organized and they'll know that you haven't forgotten about them. It's really a win-win to reach out to people and just reconfirm those due dates. Some people will tell you, you know what, I don't really need this until next week or at a later time. And you can then better prioritize your list of to-dos just based on when people actually need them. So that brings my next suggestion for you. And this one's kind of a no-brainer, but look at everything on your list and prioritize by deadline. Work backwards, as they say. Sometimes it helps to have a reminder to do it this way. Sometimes when we're overwhelmed, it helps to have a reminder to simply make a list of all the things that are on your plate and the due dates of when they are truly needed. Some things are just kind of like, yeah, they need this, but they never gave me a deadline. So the deadline or the pressure that I'm putting on myself is really self-inflicted. It has nothing to do with the other person that has asked me to do this. So when prioritizing tasks, Get a list together of everything you need to do, as well as the actual deadlines. Then regardless of the amount of effort needed or the number of other inputs you might still need, work backwards to create a priority list and pick the top one to three things to focus on each day until they're done. And you may also find that some of these things, as another method, they need to be just set aside or stalled because you're still waiting on other things from other people. So if you've got projects that are super high priority and they really need to get done, but now all of a sudden today you're waiting on something from somebody else, just set that project aside. Move it out of your top priority list and just set it aside so that it stops creating that added level of stress for you. And what I like to do is to kind of compartmentalize all of these things that I'm working on to help me focus. I'll kind of imagine that I'm in this space and I have this virtual desk and all of these projects that are in front of me, 
I can just see them in their own little box, okay? Each one has its own little box, and I can just put it on this imaginary shelf, and each box has its own place. But they're outside of my space, okay? They're put away in this nice little organized area, and when I need them again, I can just pull them off that shelf and, and focus on them. So the only thing that I want open and in front of me in my energetic space, so to speak, is the project that I'm working on. This really helps me to focus in and work on just one project at a time so that I can really find the ability to be efficient in what I'm trying to do. The final thing here is make sure that you communicate with people. When you have to change deadlines or you change priorities, make sure that you can create a list and keep track of all of these changed dates. And it's overwhelming. You know, when you've got a list of everything that's going on and dates keep shifting, priorities keep shifting, it can be overwhelming to keep track of it all, especially if it keeps shifting and you aren't tracking all of those different shifts. So make sure that you communicate clearly with everyone involved your list of, okay, here's what I'm working on. Here's when I anticipate having this done for you, or here's when we need to regroup on this. And just be sure to communicate as much as you possibly can on any of these shifts. So it, it can help to have some way to organize your stuff. And I'll talk more about that actually on my next episode. But for right now, I just wanted to give you some things to think about when you're going through one of these overwhelming experiences, when you've got too many things on your to-do list and you're feeling overwhelmed, the first thing, just wave your little white flag. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask if there's somebody else who can either do some of this work for you or they can find somebody else or ask for help in reorganizing everything that's on your to-do list. Managers are great at this. It's part of their role is to make sure that the people that are working for them know what they should be working on and have a good list of priorities. If you don't have a, a manager, find a friend, find a colleague, find a spouse, somebody that you can talk to and kind of hash this, these things out. It helps to have somebody else to talk to sometimes when our minds are overwhelmed. And then the next thing after that was reconfirm your due dates, prioritize by deadline, set aside projects that are stalled or waiting for other people so that they're not even on that list that's overwhelming you right now. And then remember to communicate, communicate, communicate on all of these changes and keep track of those things for yourself and for all everybody else involved. One more tip in here. When you become overwhelmed, it is key to remember to breathe. When you're feeling overwhelmed, just try to remind yourself, breathe. Put a post-it note or, or some sort of note on your desk or your workspace and just remind yourself, breathe. Take a deep breath in through your nose. This gets oxygen to your brain quickly, which helps to stimulate your higher brain. In this state, we are better equipped to focus and to conduct rational thinking. So many of us forget to breathe when we feel stressed. So remember that step and even take a moment to close your eyes and focus on your breathing for a few breaths. This will help you tremendously. To further help, another thing that I like to do is place my thumbs on my temples and then rest my forehead gently on my fingertips. So imagine kind of leaning forward over your desk, maybe your elbows are on your desk, put your thumbs on your temples and then just rest your forehead in your fingertips. So the fingertips are kind of in the center of your forehead. And when you do this, you use the electromagnetic fields in your fingertips to help stimulate the higher brain and to draw blood to it. This also helps, again, with that relaxation reflex in your body. 
and it helps you to focus and reduce stress and overwhelm more quickly. So once you've sorted out all of the priorities and can start to move forward again, how can you avoid some of the stress and overwhelm that led up to the mental upheaval in the first place? In my next episode, I will share with you the three primary reasons we experience these moments of complete overwhelm, as well as the steps you can take to minimize the time it takes to recover. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you will tune in for my next episode later this week. Love this episode? I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. When you do, you help me to reach more individuals just like you so that they too can gain helpful insights and ideas around creating a life full of prosperity. This episode was produced and edited by me, your host, Jen Stickney, using Adobe Audition, as well as tools available at anchor.fm, your one-stop shop for all of your podcasting needs. 